Should I invest in personal development? Hi, welcome back to the Employment Schmooze podcast. I'm your host, Chaim Desser, CEO of Paul Group. So what kind of a question is this? If you should invest in personal development, who could say no to that? Well, there is a reason why I am asking this question. The way people's minds get manipulated is usually when their minds are occupied with fear and anxiety. You can see many people who, if they suddenly don't feel okay, while it might only be a minor headache, but if some reason fear kicks in making them think it might be something more serious, then they will literally stop functioning. But as soon as the doctor tells them nothing is going on, then they are relieved and can function properly again. So what happened here? Their mind froze and fear took over logic. If the news media outlet should come out today saying that there is a huge shortage of tissue paper, then in a short period of time, it will be hard to find them on store shelves because people will buy them in huge quantities out of fear. I know some who are still stacked with rolls of tissue paper since the beginning of the COVID breakout. Fear and anxiety make people do things they wouldn't otherwise do. A while ago, I interviewed a candidate who shared with me the following. He was working for a company and earned a decent salary, but he wasn't really satisfied. He felt he could do more, so he started looking out for a better opportunity. He did not want to continue the same path and do the same type of work. It was boring for him, but he wasn't ready to back down from his current compensation either. He wanted a new opportunity with no real experience for the role he was interviewing for, but asked at least for the same compensation. So he went from one interview after another, but did not get the desired job he was aiming for. So he started to become anxious and questioned himself, is something wrong with me? I am after all a skilled person and I was always a likable kind of a guy. What's happening here? Why can't I find a better opportunity? Why am I stuck here? So instead of going to a professional recruiter who might have advised him how to present himself better or leaving it to the recruiter to present him to an employer so the employer knows beforehand what to expect from him and what not, he instead started to self-inflict himself with nonsense. He saw someone online advertising that they do self-assessment testing and he got excited. He thought, wow, here is the secret to success. What can be better than finding exactly what's wrong with him or what's missing in him to enable him to move up the ladder? So he paid a hefty fee for someone who provided him with the assessment. And then after he got the results, he started to try developing something that they told him is missing in him, figuring if he will develop those missing links, who would be on the right path to success. This story gets worse. He unfortunately spent about $75,000 within a span of 15 months. That's about $5,000 a month on what they called personal development, trying to develop his EQ, his emotional intelligence, etc. And after he felt finally he learned and invested so much in himself, he started and tried again reaching out to companies for opportunities while his resume did not reflect his past experience. He started rambling and was so excited saying at every interview how he invested in himself, how he invested in his personal development, as if that will excite employers very much. But to his surprise, no one was really interested and none of the employers seemed to care. All they cared was about his actual experience. After a few times of trying and failing, a friend advised them to meet with me. I listened to him 
and those who know me know that I can get emotional, but when sitting with others, especially with candidates, I usually control myself. But here, I had to excuse myself, got out from the conference room, and felt like crying for this guy. I braced myself, came back, but instead of telling him that someone unfortunately used him at his weakest point, trapped him into thinking that something was wrong with him, and therefore he lost his life savings, I decided that the damage was already done and the money is gone. So why add more oil to the fire now? I just tried helping him move forward and shift his focus. I gave him a better idea on how to look for a better opportunity while focusing on showcasing his experience instead of trying to showcase his personal development and investment in himself. Now, to be clear, this guy is not stupid. He happens to be a great, genuine, and capable person. The past position he held couldn't afford a stupid individual to make decisions needed for someone in that role. But as I said before, sometimes when you get desperate and anxiety kicks in, some can lose sight and make unfortunate mistakes. And worse, if someone picks up on your pain and offers you at that point a great solution to help you, then your pocket might open widely out of anxiety. Now, speaking about self-assessment and personal development, I know some might disagree with me, but I view this through the lens of my personal experience and from the thousands of candidates I have already interviewed. So in terms of a self-assessment test, I would say it depends why you are doing it and what triggers you doing a self-assessment test. If the cause for personal development is only because you need a new job opportunity, then I would argue that the best personal development happens on the job itself while you're working. If you read up on how to build your muscles, if you would not physically do workouts, then it won't do anything to your body. Same as learning about programming for six years. But if you don't work on creating any application, then no one will believe that you can do the job. And listen to this. Most individuals who made it to the top at a company develop their critical thinking and emotional intelligence on the job itself. They encountered real challenges. They had to come up with real solutions. And they had responsibilities. Their job and livelihood was on the line if they did not excel. That's the best way to grow, through hard work and overcoming challenges. If you want to learn more on the side, sure, widening your knowledge is always good, but do it wisely. I want to share with you something that I witnessed happening. I need to be a little creative here because I can't reveal too much. I had a client once, two partners started out together and managed to build themselves a nice company. One day they decided to invest in expanding. And the two partners had a difference of opinion on how to do the expansion. So they decided to hire a consultant. But instead of focusing on the issue at hand, which was expansion and in what direction to take the company, this consultant saw pain and was very much focused on fixing first the pain between the partnership communication. So he got him to take a self-assessment test. It turned out that one of the partners saw enough flaws in the other partner to build a case to get him out of the company altogether. I'm just giving a very short synopsis. It only started with one partner claiming that the other partner doesn't possess the right personality traits to run the operations, etc. And I don't know why the self-assessment test was public knowledge, but the resentment showed. And from there on, it grew to a full-fledged war and an unnecessary bloody fight. In the end, one partner got bought out, but he unfortunately still bleeds from it to this day. 
Now, it sure doesn't happen every day that an owner of a company should self-inflict themselves with a self-assessment test to the point where they lose their company. It also very rarely happens that someone would spend all their life savings on developing skills they could have also developed while working. But my point here is that when some people get into desperate situations, they lose focus and anxiety takes over, which can lead them to do stupid things. Self-assessing yourself via a test because you think that this will help you determine what job you will be successful in is, in my opinion, a stupid and unnecessary step. No one can tell you where you will be successful. If they can, then they should tell you the upcoming winning lottery numbers as well. So if you ask me why some corporate companies ask job applicants to take a personality assessment test before they hire them, it's simple. When a huge company has an influx of resumes for a position and the job are cookie cutter positions, they're not looking for a cultural fit here or anything special, then they need their HR department to have some kind of a hiring process. So these type of assessment tests help them as a process of elimination to determine who to interview for the job. When the entire company works on processes, then this assessment is also another tool in a part of the process. But in a privately owned company where there are so many other variables needed in candidates for most of the important positions at the company, then the experience and accomplishments are way more important than what these paper assessments tell us. Unless there is a special and specific position in a company that calls for special personality traits, which these tests can help rule out to some extent. By the way, any professional and competent interviewer would normally pick up on these traits when meeting applicants. To conclude, let's answer the question we started with. Should you invest in personal development? Sure. No question that you should always try to learn more about your current job and about your industry. It never hurts to gain more skills and learn new things. But do not do anything out of desperation or out of anxiety. God forbid, if you find yourself in a state of emergency, don't drown yourself on a self-assessment test that someone offers you and promises will help you in your job search. And don't spend anything at this stage on skill development, because when you are in a state of emergency, your focus should only be to first take on an opportunity where you can pay your bills. And only after you're out from the crisis stage and you can think with an open mind, then you can decide what to do next and how to do it best. My advice, whenever someone has an employment decision to make before you do anything, first try to get out of their emergency status and don't be afraid to take advice from an expert recruiter. Why go broke or self-inflict yourself in any way before you talk to an expert in the field? A great experienced recruiter should be able to help you determine if your past job has built you enough skills to get the well-paying job you deserve and ask for. And they can most likely find your next opportunity easier than you can find it yourself. And now let's go to a job advertisement. A service company in the construction field is seeking to hire an HR specialist who understands and has experience in human resource compliance must have HR knowledge and work experience. Salary is in the 100K plus range, plus potential. Please send your resume to info at pollgroup.com. That's I-N-F-O at P-O-E-L-G-R-O-U-P.com. Wishing you all continued success in whatever you do. Have a wonderful day.